So WWE Raw started with Kevin Owens, and you can see his reaction when Baron Corbin made his way out. Baron Corbin would come down to the ring and start cutting a promo. Corbin, known for maybe not being the most engaging of superstars, uh, got this reaction from Kevin Owens, which I've got no doubt is going to be a meme all over social media. Uh, it did lead to a match after a little bit of back and forth on the microphone. Uh, an all right match, nothing that crazy, to be honest. Uh, but Kevin Owens getting the victory. Uh, we did get JBL just reminding us that Baron Corbin is the last person to have got a pin on Roman uh, three years ago now. Uh, so uh, it's good that that is being mentioned. But uh, he took the loss here to Kevin Owens. After the match, of course, there would be an attack by the bloodline. There was no Sammy, but we did get the Usos and we did get Solo Sokoa. There's a moment here where Kevin Owens actually grabs a shoe and starts hitting. I think this is Jimmy Uso with a shoe. Uh, he's using anything he can get his hands on. It was kind of a fun brawl, to be honest. I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, basically, Adam Pierce had a word with the bloodline afterwards, basically saying enough is enough. You know, the Usos, they were told to leave. They didn't leave. We would see them again later in the show. Um, but Solo Sokoa was told that he was going to have to stay because he was going to have a match with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, then we went to our next segment, and this was interesting. We've done a separate video on this. So, again, we won't spend too long. The commentators said, that Alexa had been fined uh, for the attack on Bianca last week. Then Alexa arrived. There is no sign of remorse from Alexa. She seems to have fully turned now. Um, she was saying that she is the face of evil. She said she hasn't felt this good in a long time. She said that she's got the whole world in these hands, which uh, people will be very excited by. Uh, as she was saying that, she then got interrupted. Now, I've heard rumors, and they're nothing but rumors. Need to have a look. But I've heard that there could be some Easter eggs in the playground with a few little hidden images maybe dotted around. I've had a quick scan of this. I can't see anything myself. Uh, I will do a bit more research into that, though. And if uh, there is anything to that, then I'll try and do it as a separate video. But we did get this image on screen for a while where we were just looking at this black and white playground. So it wouldn't surprise me if they'd dropped a few little Easter eggs in there. Uh, then we also got Howdy. Uh, Uncle Howdy said, do you feel in charge now? Someone has changed the vocal pattern, uh, changed like, you know, the distortion on the voice. And uh, they are adamant that this is Bo Dallas. Uh, what I would say to that is, I think there's a great chance that it is. There was rumors that Bo Dallas was backstage at Raw tonight. Uh, and of course, we got Uncle Howdy actually coming out into the arena. Now, I think this is really interesting, and there could be even sharper images than this. WWE do tend to have official photos that get taken and then published. Maybe there'll be something a bit juicy something that gives us a bit more detail. Uh, this is the sharpest image I could get from a screenshot point of view. It's not bad. Um, it doesn't, it's, you know, there's so much smoke around, you can't tell who it is. But I think there's a great chance that this is Bo Dallas. Uh, he was meant to be backstage. 
I can't see. I mean, the body type there doesn't look like Bray to me. Uh, that looks like a smaller person. And uh, I think that uh, I've, got, I've got no doubt that this is Bo. Uh, my doubt is, has it been Bo all along? And what I would say is I don't think it has. Because if you remember when LA Knight was attacked backstage, uh, going back to last year, with someone wearing a mask, that body type felt a bit bigger. And that felt to me like that was Bray. So I really wouldn't be surprised if it turns out that Bray and Uncle Howdy have been working together. I think, I think we're definitely at the point now, though, where we can say that Uncle Howdy is someone different. I think there is a chance that Bray has been playing parts of this character, though. It really wouldn't surprise me if Bray had been the one attacking LA Knight backstage. Um, obviously, there has to be someone other than Bray when Bray was in the ring. We had Bray in the ring. We had Uncle Howdy come out. That might have been Bo then as well. And I think this is Bo here. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's been Bo all along. So just something to bear in mind. Um, definitely the story moving forwards. Um, maybe I would have liked a bit of interaction between Howdy and Alexa. We didn't get anything. We just got him literally coming out and then we went to commercial break. Uh, the show moved on. We had Bailey in the ring. She was uh, talking uh, about Becky, laying into Becky. That feud, obviously, far from over. Uh, Mia Yim would come out and they would get into a match. Uh, the end result being that uh, Bailey would win thanks to the ropes. She would actually use the ropes. Uh, cheat and secure victory that way. Uh, then we went backstage and uh, we did hear that Candice uh, was going to be having a match against Rhea Ripley. But we also heard that Johnny Gagano is injured. Now, we don't know how severe that injury is. We didn't get a timeline. So we don't know when he's coming back. Certainly didn't seem like there was massive concern. So it didn't seem like he was going to be out for months and months and months. Um, but yeah, it might be that we don't see him till the Rumble. Maybe he doesn't even make the Rumble. I don't know. Uh, so that is definitely noteworthy. The other thing that's noteworthy is Nikki Cross being in the background once again. You might remember Nikki Cross being in the background of Candice LeRae segments last year. Well, here she is in the background uh, once again. So uh, as we said, this built towards a Rhea Ripley uh, against uh, Candice uh, match, but there was a few more things for us to talk about in this segment as well. Then we went to Austin Theory. Austin Theory was in the ring. He was talking about how he had dealt with Seth the week before, about how he is the present, uh, Seth is the past. Uh, he even announced that he's going to enter the Royal Rumble. We're starting to get to that time of the year now where people announce that they're entering the Royal Rumble. I thought Austin Theory dealt with the what chance really well this week. Um, and uh, like, you know, the crowd, he just, he's so comfortable out there. It seems like if the crowd chant anything or do anything, he's just so in control that I think he can just deal with it. So yeah, this was a, a good segment from Austin Theory. Then we got Seth coming out with crutches. I wasn't buying this. I'm sure you wasn't buying this as well. We've seen so many Superstars coming out with crutches. Uh, of course, Seth Rollins didn't need those crutches and uh, immediately started dancing his way down to the ring. He would reveal, though, 
that he's not 100%, but he said he will be 100% by the time he gets to the Royal Rumble and he will win the Royal Rumble. There was a good little back and forth actually between these two um, as they uh, obviously continue with their feuds. Um, these two, I'm sure they're going to have a match again at some point. They may even eliminate each other uh, or one eliminate the other from the Rumble. Uh, I don't expect either of these to win the Rumble, but um, yeah, uh, this was an interesting segment and uh, you can see how engaged Seth Rollins is in it here, slumped on the top of one of those crutches as Austin Theory is uh, cutting his promo. Uh, and then as we said, you know, Seth would respond by telling Theory that he was going to enter the Rumble as well. Uh, then we got Bobby coming down to the ring. Now, Bobby didn't touch Seth, uh, which I thought was interesting. Uh, he didn't touch Seth. And actually, Bobby seems to be acting a little bit face-like. We've seen heel Bobby. But now it felt like we were starting to see him a bit more as a face. He didn't touch Seth, but he did spear Austin Theory. Now, obviously, we know Seth's knee is not in a perfect place. So I understand them not wanting to risk him uh, being so close to WrestleMania season. But that's not something that Bobby needs to take into consideration. If anything, now would be the perfect time to attack Seth. But uh, he didn't. He uh, left him alone, but he did spear Austin Theory. Uh, Bobby also announced that he would be entering the Royal Rumble. Then we went to Candice and Rhea and uh, really cool Cloverleaf on the outside of the ring. Uh, this was pretty straightforward, actually, for Rhea Ripley. She was pretty dominant. She is so strong. Uh, Cloverleaf to Candice LeRae smashed her into barricades uh, and uh, was quite comfortably getting the victory. So I uh, feel a little bit there for Candice. Um, but, you know, Rhea is just on such a roll at the moment. Um, big, big things in her future. I could see her winning a women's championship this year, Rhea Ripley. Then we went backstage. This was super interesting because obviously heavily teases the fact the bloodline, uh, the Hurt Business, sorry, uh, should be getting back together. We did see MVP talking backstage uh, in the background with Cedric and Shelton. Uh, and now here he was talking to Bobby saying, I thought you would thank me. Uh, I'm the reason that you've been reinstated. Um, and uh, Bobby was like, look, you know, I'm not quite there yet. There's obviously been a lot of betrayal between these two. So uh, it seems like Bobby's not quite ready to forgive that and move on yet. But big teases that we should be getting a uh, Hurt Business reunion. Uh, then we got an update on Cody. I thought this was interesting because we got Brandy Rhodes. So we got to see Brandy at the hospital as uh, Cody was getting his surgery. I don't think we've seen Brandy uh, since Cody came back. Uh, obviously, we've definitely not seen her on the show, but I mean, even in like video packages, don't think we have. But um, she was just talking about like his recovery. Uh, he said that the real work starts now. All of this feels like we're building towards him being announced for the Rumble. Um, I think he stands a good chance of winning that Rumble as well. Uh, then we went uh, backstage. We saw Dolph and Mustafa Ali. Dolph was talking about his match with Solo. Ali was a bit upset because he said, I just found out that we were meant to team and we were going to be in the tag turmoil match. 
and you declined uh, that offer so that you could face Solo one-on-one. Ali seemed to be a bit upset at the fact that this was another opportunity that was going to be passing him by. I can understand him being upset. I did say during the watch long, this did make him seem a little desperate, which uh, I felt a bit sorry for him, actually. But uh, equally, I could understand why Dolph decided to go after Solo. Uh, He did get attacked by the bloodline a few weeks ago, so it makes sense that he would want to get revenge. But I wondered if we were maybe planting some seeds here, maybe if there was going to be something down the road between these two. So I thought it was worth mentioning. Then we got a really fun moment here between Miz and Bronson. Miz was trying to make out that like him and Bronson were great friends. Bronson basically turned around and said, there is no us. If you want something, do it. Pay me. So Bronson being very clear here, he's basically a hired hitman. He'll do whatever you want for the right price. I really like that. I think that's a great way of using Bronson. And um, I, I really like it. So. Yeah, I thought that was a really good uh, development in this relationship. Uh, Then we went to Dolph versus Solo. This was pretty cool. Samoan Spike win for Solo. Uh, Decent little match, actually. You do tend to get good matches out of Dolph. They do tend to use him in matches against, like, new talent that's just arrived on the main roster. I know Solo's been around for a little while now, but um, a, a match with Dolph was inevitable at some point. Uh, And it was good. It was decent. It was a decent little match. Uh, It's worth mentioning the Usos did come out afterwards as well and uh, congratulate Solo. So uh, just letting us know that they hadn't left, uh, which uh, I'm sure uh, frustrated Adam Pearce. Then we got to see uh, Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio uh, getting ready to go on Miz TV and talk about what it was like being in prison. Uh, Dominic wearing this bandana around his face, shades and everything. This was great. He went on to uh, the show uh, and uh, would reveal some details about what it was like inside uh, prison. Uh, We also saw Mia Yim trying to step up to Bailey. She said, uh, you know, you cheated earlier. Um, You know, you uh, can't get the job done without help. And uh, it, it basically resulted in Mia Yim getting beaten up. Uh, I did make the point, the observation, where was OC? Like, you would think the OC would be not that far away. She's still a part of the OC. She was wearing an OC shirt. They easily could have scared damage control away. Uh, So, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shame that Mia is having to try and fight this battle on her own. I know the OC can't go throwing hands or anything like that, but just their presence, you would think, would ensure that damage control would leave Mia Yim alone. So uh, I thought that was a bit of a shame. Uh, Then we got the Miz TV segment with Dominic Mysterio. Uh, He he was uh, telling some stories. He said he learned that you've always got a role with your crew. He said snitches get stitches. He said he overheard someone say that they wanted to punch a hole in his face. So he slapped him, woke him up uh, and basically, you know, confronted him. And, uh, you know, Judgment Day looked really proud about what uh, Dominic was saying. Uh, Miz said that his sources told him that Dominic was in jail and was in jail for just a few hours. And uh, it's it's really good. Uh, I said during the watch long, I would love for Dominic to keep telling us stories week after week after week and just keep doing stories. Maybe some of those stories could turn out to be plots from movies as well. 
uh, that he's seen rather than experiences he's actually had. Um, and I think we could get a lot of comedy out of this. So I I'm really enjoying this. I think this was really good. And it led us quite nicely into our main event, which was quite a long tag match, the tag turmoil match. So uh, we went into uh, this tag turmoil match. Winners would get a shot for the Raw Tag Team Championships, not the undisputed tag titles, just the Raw Tag Titles. So heavily teasing that we might be looking at separating the tag belts now. So we got Judgment Day against OC, and uh, Judgment Day would be victorious. Then we got Judgment Day against Cedric and Shelton. And uh, once again, Judgment Day were victorious. Then we got this. Couldn't really get a clearer image, but basically Alpha Academy against Judgment Day. Otis coming off the top rope, landing on Chad Gable, who was on top of Finn Balor. This resulted in Finn getting injured. He couldn't continue. And uh, so basically Adam Pierce came down and said, Okay, well, we'll just have to have Dominic replace you. Um, and so Dominic was a bit nervous. He's like, I'm not ready. But uh, they did have Dominic step in. So it was going to be Dominic and Damien against the final team, the Street Profits. Don't forget, the winners would go on to face the Usos. And uh, it was the Judgment Day. Judgment Day were victorious. So Finn Balor was sat at ringside. Dominic took his place and uh, Judgment Day were victorious. It did uh, take uh, the ropes. It did take Rhea. It took a lot of outside interference, but they did get the job done. Uh, Dominic getting that uh, all-important uh, pin. And then uh, Usos would come out and the show would end with them confronting each other. So we know that it's going to be Usos against Judgment Day for the Raw tag team championships and um i don't know if it's going to be finn and damien or dominic and damien or dominic and finn it doesn't really matter to be honest but uh, that is a match that we're going to be getting uh in the near future um quite a bit to talk about from this week's show certainly plenty of talking points i don't know if there was lots of segments that were you know you need to see this i think the alexa segment maybe um, but it was it was solid. I was entertained, didn't feel bored or didn't feel like the show was dragging. So I thought the show was fine. I'd probably be scoring it like a six, seven, five, somewhere along those lines, maybe a seven. Um, I thought it was solid. I thought it was solid at times, not spectacular, but um, worth a watch, worth a watch, I would say. So there we go. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. I hope you enjoyed this week's Raw. And uh, we will be back with NXT New Year's Evil. Awesome, guys. Thanks for watching. Bye for now.